Welcome to the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce Chamber Voice Podcast. This is the first edition of this podcast, the first episode that we are going to be airing. This is a brand new uh, venture that is coming forward from the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber Voice Podcast is brought to you by AT&T, and we thank them for their support and their sponsorship uh, of this new venture. This is something that we have been working on for quite a while, and it was uh, the efforts of John Moran really kind of spearheading this, and we are moving forward with the Chamber voice podcast and really what we're hoping to do is kind of talk about various issues and various things throughout our community that impact not only our member businesses but also the citizens of northwest arkansas we have a focus on economic development downtown development legislative issues as well as leadership development so what you're going to be hearing moving forward we have four co-hosts that are going to be hosting this podcast on a regular basis myself steve cox we have john moran the senior vice president for uh Government Affairs, Karen Wagaman, the director for or vice president for downtown development. Sorry about that. And we also have uh, Ross Phillips, the director of leadership development. And so we are going to be the four hosting this podcast. So you'll hear one of the four of us every time you tune in. And we're going to be talking about various issues that impact our community and impact Northwest Arkansas. So we are excited to get this going. Today's edition, we're going to be talking to each of the hosts uh, to talk about what they see as their vision of this podcast and what to expect uh, moving forward into 2018 and beyond. So here is episode one of the Chamber Voice podcast presented by AT&T. Enjoy. We're going to start with Ross Phillips. Ross is the Director of Community Development for the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce and is going to be one of the co-hosts for this podcast. Ross, why don't you talk a little bit about community development and leadership development and kind of what you see as your vision for what this podcast is going to be. Yes, Steve. Well, thank you for having me here today. My vision is pretty simple for this podcast and at least my little snippet of it in leadership development and community development. Um, I just really want to be a voice of what you guys want to hear out in the community. I mean, so bring in some people and talk about some of the quality of life, quality of place initiatives that we have going on in the region. That way you guys can stay up to date with everything that's going on, everything that's happening, all the new, fun, exciting stuff that's kind of coming into the region. Just kind of highlight that. Um, Highlight that, you know, this is a great place to live. It's a great place to work. You know, it's a great place to raise a family, and that's what we're all about here. So, you know, focus in on that. But then also, you know, you kind of talked about the leadership development a little bit there as well. Bring in some speakers and cover things that these young millennials really want to hear, like how to negotiate your salary, um, how to make a career shift, if that's something that you want to do. Also, you know, we like to go out and do things as well. So maybe bring in some speakers to talk about finding that perfect work-life balance because that's one, that's one big thing that we have up here. We have all these great things to do, but we always work so hard as well. So finding that balance and just teaching you, you know, how to how to live, how to work, how to do it all together. So really focus in on what it takes to, you know, be a leader in this community. Oh, that's great. I mean, definitely a a major component of what we do as as a chamber Mm -hmm. is leadership development and developing that next generation. I mean, you know, you talk about the millennials as they're continuing to move, you know, in 2025, they're going to be the majority of the workforce in the country in 2030, about 75%. So um, definitely working towards that. But you also do a lot of other things like the board service certification Mm -hmm. program, um, lunch with a leader, leadership Benton County. I mean, are there ways to tie those programs into what we can do with this podcast? Yeah, there's definitely ways 
to tie those programs. So, you know, I oversee our leadership Benton County, which is um, an initiative that we started with the Bentonville Chamber of Commerce as well as the Salem Springs Chamber of Commerce. And in in leadership Benton County, we focus in on, um, you know, what makes Benton County, Benton County. So we'll look at healthcare. We look at the education system that we have here. We look at the economy that we have up here. We look at the quality of life. We look at nonprofits and stuff. So I think there's ways to tie those in to this podcast. We could bring in some of those speakers and hit on the healthcare systems that we have in Northwest Arkansas and not just like, you know, the good things that make up Northwest Arkansas and Benton County, but what are some of the issues and how can we as community leaders fix those issues to leave this place better for, you know, my children and your children and everything like that? Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about is leaving this community better for our children and the next generation to come after, you know, the so-called bad millennials do whatever they do. I see. I see. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great, great uh, programs that you, that you have mm-hmm. going on. And I, I think having the nonprofit component is, is definitely an important part because they play such a vital piece of the Northwest Arkansas economy and mm-hmm. the community development portion. So. Right. And, you know, I didn't really talk about it, but I'll talk about it now. Through Northwest Arkansas Emerging Leaders, we have that board service certification where it's a crash course on what it takes to serve on a nonprofit board. So you may already be serving on a board and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You don't know all the legal ramifications that come with serving on a board. You don't know the makeup and the structure of it, but you want to be involved. This is a great way to, you know, if you're setting on a board or if you're wanting to just get involved, this is a great way to, you know, take that first step and become knowledgeable of what, what it takes to actually serve there. So when you get there, you can actually start making an impact right away. You're not, you know, learning it as you go. You're stepping in and you already have that, you know, baseline. So you can start contributing to that nonprofit as soon as you sit on their board. And that's what this class is really, you know, all about. And we offer that two times a year one in the spring and one in the fall through Emerging Leaders. And you'll be able to bring in some speakers from yeah. that to, to talk about what the program's like, you know, give exactly. little little pieces of advice. I mean, I, I think that's what's really good about this is, is we're able to reach a, a unique audience that we haven't been able to reach before mm-hmm. by, by having this podcast. So, Ross, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. We look forward to everything that you're going to be bringing uh, to the Chamber Voice podcast, uh, not just this year, but also as, as we move forward into future years. So, yeah. appreciate you. I'm excited about it. Moving on, we're going to talk about my piece of this uh, division, uh, I guess the Chamber Voice podcast here, which is uh, economic development. And really what I'm going to be focusing on is not just kind of the new and fun things coming to town, you know, what we can talk about, what developments are happening, you know, multifamily, but really the process behind, kind of a little peek behind the curtain, uh, if you will, Um, being able to talk about things like workforce development. Ross just mentioned talking about uh, what's wrong with our community, not just everything that's good and great, but what can we improve? And workforce development is definitely something that we that we need to have. We're, we've been working on it for years, but it's still something that is vital if we want to continue to have Northwest Arkansas grow and continue to be an ideal place to live, work, and play uh, with our businesses. We have, we have many world-class businesses in our community, and they need world-class talents. That's where programs like the Emerging Leaders come in, but also developing from a younger age, um, th- you know, going back to even elementary school, up through middle school and high school, and, and getting people interested in the careers that are available and that we have positions for 
here in our community, and not, not just Rogers and Lowell, but really all of Northwest Arkansas, and benefit the region uh, as a whole. We'll also be talking about some of the processes. You know, what, what makes Rogers a good place to develop? We'll be able to bring in people from the community development team from, from the city to talk about planning, talk to planning commissioners, uh, talk to the mayor. We have a bond issue that's going to be coming up here uh, in the next few months. Um, so what, what are, if you're going to vote for this bond issue, what's going to come? You know, what, what are you going to get as a return on your investment uh, for, for this? So things like that, I really think we have a lot of potential uh, with this podcast to be able to talk about things that are going to impact you, but you might not think about every single day, like the importance of roads and infrastructure improvements. How how vital is it that we have the new master street plan that just came out from the city uh, city of Rogers? We need to know where our roads are going to be because that's going to spur development based upon what's there. So we're excited about where we're going, but we also kind of want to show you where we've been and how, how we got there. And so I think that's going to be a big piece there. Also talk about some entrepreneurship pieces, some some interesting social pieces uh, like the Hustle and Heels program that we have going, be able to bring in uh, the directors or for the, the chair people of, of those committees, talk about them and how they're impacting business and, and professions and professional development uh, along all, all aspects there. Get members of our small business council on here. Like we're really focusing on trying to look at the economic development piece and show how Economic development can can be quality of place, can be place making, and how it grows our community. And and it's again, it's not things that you think about every single day, but a lot of groundwork has to be laid to get those big new shiny toys that we get, like the the Walmart Amp or a Dave and Buster's. You know, we have to have the community that people want to live, work, and play in in order for that to happen. So I'm I'm looking forward to where we can go with this, and really excited about the the, the possibilities that this podcast offers. So we're going to turn it over to John Moran here, and he is going to talk about our he's our senior vice president of government affairs. Going to talk about what he sees as his role here in this Chamber Voice podcast. Well, what we're going to be doing on the government affairs uh, side of it is uh, we're going to be really concentrating on a couple of areas. Uh, one of them is a public service function. Uh, one of our early um, uh, podcasts is going to be we have a candidate forum on May the 3rd out at NWAC for the legislative candidates that are uh, running in this in Benton County uh, this year uh, for the three legislative seats here. And we're going to tape that program and put it on uh, the podcast. So as a public service for people that weren't able to attend the forum, they can listen to it at their convenience. Uh, so that's one uh, area that I see that we're going to do. Uh, also, our legislative forums, not just the candidate forums, but after the elections are over and the legislature starts, we're going to be having our legislative forums that we usually have on Saturday mornings out at NWAC. Those will also be uh, used uh, in the podcast. We'll put those on. Uh, so look for those recordings as well uh, after the legislature starts. Um, and then also during the legislative session, I will be in Little Rock primarily uh, during the week. And I will be doing my job down there that I usually do. But I'll also be providing some legislative coverage on the issues of the day, talking and interviewing with uh, legislators and getting their thoughts on some of the these issues and how they affect the business community in Northwest Arkansas. So um, that's the kind of the public service uh, kind of aspect I see of it, uh, of it evolving out of uh, the government affairs portion. Uh, also, uh, kind of a informational side of it um, is what I would like to do is also kind of peel back the onion a little bit with some of our elected officials, either legislators or 
locally elected officials where we talk about um, the issues of the day um, primarily, you know, that are affecting uh, their bodies and how they are working and um, their thought process that goes into uh, the decisions they have to make. And so, because a lot of people, uh, elected officials get criticized a lot because they uh, make a vote one way or the other that uh, makes one, one people mad. And sometimes there's a lot of... Uh, extra factors that go into that and mm -hmm. i think when you dial it back a little bit and kind of sit down and talk about well this is why i voted this way or the um and this is why i have this stance on that issue uh, people respect that a little more when they have a little more information so right. that's so the informational component of it so, so something like the e-fairness bill e-fairness yeah could, there's a lot of, <laughs> you know it's yeah. like well you're just trying to raise my taxes you're yeah. trying to make me pay sales tax on stuff well no we're trying to make it fair for small businesses yeah. to, to to have an equal playing field yeah that that's one issue yeah that's a very good example because e-fairness is not necessarily a raising a tax issue it, it it's, there's it's a lot of the law that's yeah, already it's there. enforcing an existing law and and also it helps small businesses it helps large businesses like walmart it helps all the way down the line and it has a and it's and it's in the title it's a fairness issue mm -hmm. and and so um and you can't just dial it down into a uh soundbite which are political soundbite right and there, there's so, pros and cons on both sides oh yeah, yeah there's a lot of things that go into these decisions and um so yeah that that's one that's that's what i'd like to kind of do with that too and then also to the you know to the i would like to b visit with uh some of the our current and former elected officials do some long form interviews mm -hmm. every now and then uh, interview a governor or um, a congressman or a mayor, right? Like uh, like former Mayor Sam Pierre and get yeah. him to come in and talk, or Walmack if you if you're yeah. able to get him, you know, or, with his busy congressional Governor schedule, Beebe yeah. or or anybody like that to kind of that have been through those legislative and those policy battles in the past, where and or have been in leadership positions. Doesn't have to be necessarily to be elected officials. It could be community leaders, right? Uh, like a Dick Trammell type person, yeah. that, that's kind of been around. And what goes into their thought process as far as leadership and their approach to how they deal with uh, the issues they have to deal with as a as a public servant and uh, those kind of things uh, and um, or interview folks uh, uh, like Raymond Burns, uh, the, the history of the Rogers business community. How did we get to where we are today? Yeah. And, and you know so. A lot of things. Tom Hopper, yeah. and, you know, people like that. Yeah, yeah, I would. I hope to be able to get Tom to come in and talk about you know all the development that he was a part of. Yeah, because we wouldn't have most of Rogers if right. it wasn't for for things that he did. Well, we've got so many new people in the area, and there's not a lot of uh, precedent in their mind. You know, they just assume it's always been like this, and it hasn't. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I think that will lend some perspectives to some people. Will say, well, oh, okay, this is how that came about, or this is why that you know is the way it is and when we have those conversations with those people and also provide some historical uh context really, context yeah. and also some archiving ability for us so these podcasts will live on forever so 20 years from now you know we'll have the when, raymond when, burns when and we're gone and mr trammell is still alive and kicking because <laughs> right. that, that that's guy's right. immortal i swear that's right so so 20 years from now people can go back on these and pull them up and listen to them and go 
Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like when you see those old newsreel things. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right. And then what we're talking about today will be some old podcast reel in 25 or 30 years. Right. So it'll be... you know, it'd be kind of nice to have that. Well, so. it sounds like you're going to have a, a good mix where you're going to get some some deep dives into some things like some legislative issues and things like that for like kind of the hardcore politicos, but also still have some things that just kind of the casual observer or those looking to get more involved or, or more informed and kind of have that. I mean, mm-hmm. do, you, do you think that there's a, a good medium ground in there or are you kind of going to mix it up a little bit? We'll mix it up a little bit, but uh, but with an emphasis on better informing and educating folks about the processes, mm-hmm. their governmental processes, whether it's local, state, or federal. Most people go to work every day that, that if they don't work in my field of government affairs or pay attention to it. Or her office next to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Most people... You know, your doctors and dentists of the world, they're going out doing what they need to do, and then they pick up the paper and they read that things about things going on in Congress or in the legislature go, I thought they had this figured out. Why are they still messing around with this? Mm-hmm. You know, and and most people don't, you know, really have the time. They have the interest, but they probably don't have the time to devote to, you know, delving into why is this and Right, and it may not just be a black and white political issue. It's it's got nuances and and little nooks and crannies and things that you've got to take care of. You know. Yeah. Well, and I think it'll be good to be able to give the opportunity to you know it's not just it's not just a soundbite. You yeah. know, even if it's only a ten fifteen minute podcast interview, you're able to say a lot more in that fifteen minutes than the thirty second news clip that that's getting aired on Channel Five or, or Forty Twenty Nine or whatever. Um, and so, so I think that that's going to be a good thing uh, as well. Be able to utilize the podcast to better inform the public, and yeah. I think that's great. Yep, and, and I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good. Uh, uh, communication tool for the chamber and for the business community in Northwest Arkansas, and um, and I think we've got some good programs coming up that a lot of people are going to be very interested. In. I think it's going to be great. I mean, we're excited about where this podcast can go, and so we thank you, John, for your time and uh, appreciate all of the efforts that you took to in order to help. We we wouldn't be sitting here talking if it wasn't for the efforts that you did in order to find the soundboard and get the mics, and you know you put in a lot of hard work and effort. So I want to thank you for that as well. You had a lot to do with this, too. Oh, you're just being kind. I just kind of helped get it over the line. I I had the dream. You had the work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. And saving the best for last, we're going to go to Karen Wagaman, the fourth co-host of our Chamber Voice podcast. Karen is the vice president of downtown development for the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber. So, Karen, tell us about what you hope to bring to the Chamber Voice podcast focusing on downtown. Thank you, Steve. Well, with regard to Downtown Rogers, we will be speaking to people about a variety of things related to economic development, of course. Um, There is a lot of progress being made toward the Downtown Master Plan, so we will be speaking to some folks about that, um, how the Downtown Plan is impacted by core planning, by zoning, and different um, ways that it impacts the rest of the city Also, the community engagement plans for the renovation of Frisco Park are going to be hot on everyone's mind, especially this spring. Um, We do have the renovation and expansion of the Rogers Historical Museum, which should be completed later this year. And they, even though they're closed right now, they have activities like Family Day coming up. And there's also a new event called Moonlight Market coming to downtown Rogers. Both of those are on June 2nd. 
there are repairs to Lake Atlanta that are ongoing because of the floods we had last year. So we are looking forward to getting the beautiful trails and the parks open back up. Um, there are also opportunities for people to adopt trails along the Lake Atlanta and other parts of our downtown area. So we'll be sharing that information with people as well. Um, of course, there are going to be some updates from the Rogers Community Development Office, and we look forward to hearing from them as well as the Risk Reduction Department. That's great. Um, you just mentioned Lake Atlanta actually got some, some word uh, very recently that FEMA has actually approved the funding for the project, so they'll be able to get the bridge replaced here this summer. That is really so. exciting. I think people thought we were dragging our heels, but in fact, we were waiting for the FEMA money so that we could do the repairs correctly and get a lot more um, bang for our buck with that renovation. Yeah, we're, we're excited. But you mentioned you mentioned the planning department, and I know you, you've you worked hard and, and kind of worked very closely with them, but trying to create like a checklist for how to start a business in downtown. Um, you know, you think maybe there could be some potential to to kind of go through step, create a podcast kind of step by step on, on how to open a business for downtown. Oh, we absolutely can. We're kind of waiting um, to pull together some of the details in the changes with some of the zoning that will help us um, finalize that document. But it'll be really helpful for new businesses to know who to go to and which step to do in each order so they don't waste their time. That, that's great. And do you see potential for like bring in like developers? Like I know High Street Development is working on the 1907 building. Like to talk, give updates sporadically or, or John Mack, someone who has such a history in downtown and, and some development there. I mean, is there, is there potential to get them on here to, to talk about what their projects are? Absolutely. Ward and Morgan are working very hard on the the High Street Development Project, which is now called the 1907, uh, popularly known as the Dollar Saver Building. But we've already visited with them about this opportunity, and they're excited to share that as well. That's fantastic. I know that's going to be a real game changer for downtown. And I, I know with some, with some other development there, I know, I know you have meetings constantly with, with developers looking for downtown. So I think maybe showing the ease of this process, that, that really we are business friendly in, in Rogers, and we want people to develop downtown. I think utilizing this podcast as a way to showcase that, as well as some other events. you got some, some great events that you do on a, on a monthly basis. I know you the, the Downtown Art Walk ha, has been a, a big success, and so opportunities to maybe promote that uh, using, using this format? Oh, absolutely. We started the Downtown Rogers Art on the Bricks Art Walk in November of 2017, and we thought it would start out with eight or ten pop-up galleries. We actually had 23. And now we range from 25 to maybe 26 each month. They do change every month slightly, and we have different artists every month. But it's been a really great way to activate downtown on the second Thursday of every month and bring in artists and um, art patrons who might not otherwise come downtown. And I'm sure the restaurants and business owners uh, really enjoy having a few hundred people downtown on a night that normally isn't super busy. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been, it's been a great um, benefit to downtown and to our business people. Uh, that's great. And then I, I think with some of the partnerships that we have with Main Street Rogers and, and also with uh, the, the Downtown Rogers Partners, to be able to come in and talk about some of the things that, that they're working on. I know Rotary has a downtown presence now. So just there, I think there's some real opportunity with this podcast to just kind of showcase everything that is Downtown Rogers. Absolutely. We have those organizations that do annual events, and then also when they introduce new events, we'll have the opportunity to learn more about that. So there is a lot of information we can share. We have so many new people coming into Northwest Arkansas every year, every day. 33.6. <laughs> it's crazy. There's so many new people coming in, and this will give them an opportunity to learn a lot about what we have to offer in downtown Rogers. That's great. Uh, just before we wrap up here, can you can you give me maybe some highlights? Uh, I know 2017 was a great year for business in downtown. 
in 2018 shaping up to be just as good, if not better. So do you have maybe some, uh, some, some fun statistics for our listeners? Absolutely. We actually had 38 businesses open their doors in downtown Rogers in 2017. Now, not all of them are retail, so some of them are offices and other types of businesses that not everybody is going to see. But well, it's you really want to live, work, and number. play in downtown. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, yeah. Absolutely. We love that. We love having more job opportunities in downtown. Um, and right now, even though it's early in the year, we already know about 20 businesses that plan to open in 2018. That's great. And, and it being just still in the first half of the year to have more than half of the, the total number for last year already planned. I, I think that's fantastic. So, Absolutely. Well, we are really looking forward to hearing from you as we move forward with the Chamber Voice podcast. And uh, well, that, that's going to do it for our first episode. We, we, we have our four co-hosts. We got Karen, we got John, we got Ross, we have myself. And uh, we're really looking forward to see where this podcast thing can go. It's going to be an adventure. It's been a long time in the making, but we are excited. So thank you for joining us and being with us on the first step of this journey for the Chamber Voice, Chamber Voice podcast presented by AT&T. We are excited and we will see you next time. Thank you.